Blog Talk Radio. This is Clarence Cloverleaf, welcoming you to Cloverleaf Radio. Remember, you can always dial in at 646-716-4378. We sure to watch your language, please, as we are an all-ages program. But we would be delighted if you would sign up for a Blog Talk Radio account, should you so desire, as it will keep you connected with us. And you can always download the newest episodes for free. All righty, we're back with another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I am the host with the most, Jimmy Falcon. Uh, I do not know if my co-host, Spermelina, is going to be joining us today. But uh, I do see Lulu Roman on the line. How's it going, Lulu? Hey! How we doing? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. My co-host is now with us. Grimlina, how's it going? Just fine. Sorry, just took a little bit longer shower than I expected. I apologize, but I'm here now. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are fine. I All guess, right. first off, Lulu, um, what made you want to become an actress and a singer? Tell us how everything got started with Hee Haw. Um, I didn't really plan it. <laughs> um, I knew Buck Owens from years before, and uh, he called me and told me that there was a show, and they wanted me to come and be a funny girl, and I said, uh, okay, and so uh, that's kind of how the hee-haw thing got started, and then I didn't really sing until I gave my heart to the Lord, and that's something God gave to me, and uh, it kind of just all fell in place. Well, that is great. I know that uh, going back from Grimlina's younger years up until I was born, Hee Haw was a staple of comedy television. Well, that's what I was... I don't really have any questions for our wonderful guests. I just have a heartfelt thank you because you made Family Night special. It was Oh, thank you so much. It was the one time me, my two brothers, mom and dad, we would all sit oh. down and watch all together. It was our family routine. Uh, thank you. It's so, funny because I have so days. many people tell me that their grandpa or their grandma made them watch me. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It was like it was like I think it was Saturday night right after Lawrence Wilk. You know, Mom and Dad said it's time for he he our children, and all of us were right there yep. with them. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I remember even as a young kid watching uh, Lawrence Welk and watching Hee Haw as well. So it definitely spanned a lot of childhoods. Yeah, yeah, did. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> many, many, many. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and of course. Um, I noticed you were born with a thyroid uh, dysfunction. That really has a problem with your weight gain. I'm glad to see you've you've got down to a nice weight. It's good good to see you've gotten, look like you're feeling better. Oh, yes, I am. I really am. Yeah, it's it's been, uh, my whole life has changed, you know. Uh, I'm definitely healthier. I can definitely get around better. Uh, I feel better. Um. It's been a really good thing. <laughs> oh, of course, uh, you know, everyone, not everyone, a lot of people, unfortunately, have drug addictions, and, of course, you 
converted to Christianity. What what kind of made you get to the bottom and say something has to change? I need to change myself and for the good of everybody. Well, I got busted for possession of dangerous drugs twice. <laughs> and there was a real possibility that I was going to spend some years in the uh, penitentiary. And uh, just, I think, looking back over my life and trying to figure out what I was going to do and uh, that I needed to kind of uh, change my life, uh, it brought me to a place that I realized, well, and I had also just had a a baby boy, and he was born addicted to the drugs. So it kind of all came on me like a good slam. And, uh, you know, you you get in a place where you're kind of... uh, wedged somewhere and you you kind of have to look up <laughs> and that's what that's what basically what happened to me I just I mean I got to a place I'd pretty much tried everything else and nothing worked you know and uh, I've, I I had been raised in an orphan home that was a religious organization so I was always aware of God and uh, most of the time I spent being angry with him uh, but I've learned that God really loves me, and that's been something that's you know that will keep you uh, that'll keep you connected to. Um, oh my goodness, that'll keep you connected to uh, the reality of what it is that you need to keep for your life, okay? To um, to kind of make yourself better. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Sometimes it takes uh, takes quite a bit for, you know, drug addicts or people dealing with drug problems to turn their life around, but it's great uh-huh. that you were able to do that. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. it does. It was like, for me, it was sitting in a bar with a drink going, are you going to, do you want to live or do you want to die? Boom. Easy decision. Yep. Live. Yep. That's it. It truly is. Now, of course, going back to Hee Haw was such a a long, episodic television series. Uh, what were some of your fondest memories of appearing on on the episodes? Oh my goodness, just so many, so many. Um, I was just this kid out of an orphan's home. You know, I had no idea who any of these people were. I did not know who Roy Acuff or Minnie Pearl or uh, I didn't know who any of these people were. And so uh, I really, it's like the Lord just threw me in the middle of a a bunch of uh, legends and that's where I grew up. And I had so many wonderful occasions for people to talk to me and to, to, you know, basically give me hope just telling me, you know, uh, continue to do what you're doing and stuff, and then also too uh, on Hee Haw. Some of the things, some of the funny things that stayed with me, you know. Uh, some things we could talk about, some things we couldn't, you know. <laughs> but uh, just great, great, great memories. I mean, you know, just um, it's hard to to pick one or two, you know. Uh, I've I've got some some memories about things with Roy Acuff and Minnie Pearl and some you know some of the other ones that were just uh, just wonderful really I mean Roy just loved 
Roy loved to talk about the Lord. And so he'd come and sit down with me in the rocking chair backstage and just talk. And that's wow. pretty, you know, pretty cool, honey, when you just sit down and have a conversation with somebody like Roy Aiken. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. Well, to, to quote one of your bits uh, and songs from the show, I know you're not one to go around spreading rumors, but do you have any good <laughs> gossip from the show? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have I remember, any gossip uh, right now. I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I remember a. Uh, uh, episode of Hee Haw that I really enjoyed uh, with the Popcorn King Orville Redenbacher. Uh, were you a part of that episode? I think I remember him being there, yeah. See, we did everything in segments. And so okay. sometimes you would do things uh, that were just for you to do and the other part of the cast was not there. So it, it wasn't like we were all there every day you know, just, um, if, you know, if, if they, like, they'd have two or three different days a week that they would do different things, like, you know, the truck stop one day, and then they'd do, then when we did cornfields, and when we did uh, uh, the picking and grinning and stuff, now, everybody was there for those. They were. But for the most part, it was done in segments. Wow. I had no idea about that. Well, yeah, Lulu, I know you're still... Uh... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, I was just going to say, the funny thing was, we were the second people to, to a television show to be aired um, with computers. Dean Martin was the first, and E. Hall was the second. Where they ran <laughs> them through, the, through computers and numbered them all and, you know, punched them up and down and, you know, it's pretty cool. Well, I know you're still uh, <clears throat> traveling and doing comedy shows and singing. What's uh, the future got going for you, Lulu? Well, uh, hopefully this year we're looking at doing another album, maybe two. Uh, still traveling, singing a lot, you know. Uh, just I'm in, in, enjoying, I just love what I do. Well, that is great. I'm it's great to hear things are going, still going great for you, Lulu, and I hope to see you in a town around me pretty soon. Oh, that'd be great. Also, uh, don't let me forget, we're I'm working on uh, finishing up another book. We're doing a, a, a more in-depth uh, bio of me, you know. Uh, so hopefully that thing will, uh, hopefully we'll get that out in uh, 2016. <laughs> That would be great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Lulu. It was uh, wonderful talking to you. A dream come true. You're a very kind and wonderful lady. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. And thanks, everybody out there, for uh, being, you know, our fans are the greatest in the world. They are. And uh, country fans have always been the best. I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lulu. We'll try to stay warm down there. I know it's kind of cold up here in the Midwest. Oh, so. yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How's it over in Virginia today, Gremlina? 
windy, but it's not cold, cold. I'd say it's in the 60s or so, a little windy, but, you know, otherwise not too bad. That sounds like you're a lot, doing a lot better than we are. Well, you know, the Midwest gets the cold. Yeah, I think, I think everyone we can't, we can't make up our mind here in Virginia. It's like I tell people, if you don't like the weather here in Richmond, wait an hour. <laughs> that is true. All right, well, thanks again, Lulu. It was absolutely wonderful, and have a great night, darling. Thank you. Awesome. You too. Thanks, Don. No. You're Bye, welcome. Thanks. Thank you. We'll have to talk again down the line. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty, Grimlina. Wow, what an absolute legend of television. Uh, you know, if you'd have told me when I was a kid watching that show that if one day I'd be talking to one of the cast members, I would have said you were full of it. Oh, I know. I, I think about that almost every day because, you know, of all the great actors we've had on, the directors, all the professional wrestling personalities that I grew up watching, it's it's really awesome. It's it's coming as close to being a part of it as you can. Oh, I agree. I agree. That's why I love it when you know I get kind of a little thrill when I'm out and about and somebody's like, "Wait a minute, weren't you on that?" Oh, uh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> you know, it it it's nice. I know it's sad it only took six years to get recognized, but hey, we're working at it. Hey, you know, you do what you can do, right? That is very true, Grammy. Well, we are going to be back on the 12th with uh, writer-director Scott Perry. Awesome. Uh, January 14th, we are welcoming back uh, actor-director Armin Nassari and actress Kristen West. They're going to be talking about their new film, Seeking Valentina. Uh Uh-huh. January 16th is actor Tevis Markham. Mm-hmm. Uh, January 20th is uh, I thought you would enjoy this one Actors Tamara Glenn from Halloween 5 mm-hmm. And uh, January 28th We have rescheduled Renee Willette From Sharknado 3 The girl that was uh, on vacation last time We talked to her and her phone kept cutting out So we got her rescheduled uh-huh. And I'm going to be doing An interview on Rope to Rope Radio January 17th Woo-hoo. They're having uh, they're having female wrestling month, so they've got several of the Glow Girls, several wrestling legends like Princess Victoria, who we've interviewed, et cetera, and so on. So it should be a fun, you know, a busy, busy month. Absolutely, just plug us, promote us, plug us. We need the listeners. <laughs> Duh, you know I do. I know. You've been pretty good for the last six years. Grimley and I have enjoyed our time. I just wish we lived closer, but maybe maybe you can make it out to SoCon if I can rob a bank and help you pay your way out here. You know, <laughs> I, if I get there, I get there. It's like I've got the guy, the uh, wonderful gentleman that owns Rhode Island Comic Con just bought Hartford Comic Con in Connecticut. Colorado Springs wow. Comic Con in Colorado, and I'm sitting here drooling because yes, I want to go to both. 
But, you know, I can't be greedy and, you know, push the envelope because Rhode Island is my, you know, I consider Rhode Island my con home because, you know, I've had great times there. I have, I've made some wonderful friends, you know. Absolutely. I, uh, I did two cons last year and I think I got three going up this year, so. Yeah. And it's it, always it's fun. A, it's a different atmosphere and... It reminds me of that country song from several years back. You know, when you go to a con, I don't have to be neat on Monday. I can be whatever I want. Very, very cool, Grammy. Yep. <sighs> so, but you well, try to looks stay warm. What's up? You try to stay warm out there. Oh, God. Only if I stay inside. It's literally like 11 out. I mean... We went to Walmart Ow. earlier, and uh, just going from, like, car to home, your your hands are hurt. Like I said, it, it's, it's been in the, the ambient temperature in my house is 70-something, and that's with, you know, having a malfunctioning heating unit at this point. That tells you how warm it's been here in Virginia. Wow. Well, that is awesome, yep. Grimlina. I just wish you hadn't had so much bad luck with your um, basement flooding. It's it's getting there. Uh, Roto-Rooter came out yesterday, and they did a jet flush and put a camera in and found a couple of issues, and uh, they have requested that the city come out because there seems to be issues on the city side as well. But they, you know, Roto-Rooter did a bang-up, excellent job. We've got everything doing what it's supposed to. The basement is getting drier by the day thanks to the wonderful people that, you know, came and pumped it and put down the microbial. The smell is going away, and uh, they'll be back sometime this week to do the uh, uh, cleanup and getting rid of the damaged stuff down in the basement and inventorying it for, you know, insurance purposes. So it's getting there. It's been a process, but it's getting there. You know, we just hung tough stuck to our guns and didn't let people take advantage of walkovers, and it got done. It's getting done. That's great. Glad to hear things are going better for you, sis. Yeah. <laughs> for a while there, I was in, I, and my husband says, boy, did you, it, boy, did they bring out the gremlin in you. I mean, I was being a royal uh, uh, censored at, around the house. <laughs> Oh, no. Hey, when you roll up a gremlin, you don't, it's not something pretty. But uh, I hear you there. It's kind of the same way when you roll up a falcon, but we just fly a lot. So I guess maybe we're not as dangerous if you're just on the ground with a gremlin. Well, see, gremlins know how to mess with electronics and gadgets and stuff, so we can be a real pain in the butt. So that means when I see you and I get a picture with you, the digital camera is going to, like, start sparking and stuff? Well, no. If you've noticed, being the photo ho I am, <laughs> with fans and uh, celebrities and stuff, the camera seems to work at that point. And like I said, you know, if the lady from Silicon wants to, you know, Sylvester has already said I, I can crash there. It's just getting up maybe a... Uh, one to two hundred, uh, hundred fifty, two hundred dollars for my train ticket, and I can get out there. Yeah, like I said, I 
between now and September, hopefully, you know, I can get some money together. Maybe we can uh, get you down here. I didn't think maybe a train ticket will hopefully not cost you that much. Yeah, like I said, I did a little checking, and, you know, it doesn't seem to be that bad going into the tune. Like uh, on the route, they think? Uh, like I said, I think I checked it was like between 120 to $158 round trip. And you're telling me we can't nickel and dime it and get you out here for $150? Oh, my God. Uh, honey, I've got, <laughs> sweetheart, believe you me, I've got the cruise coming. I've oh, got... Uh, slash the beach horicon in Virginia Beach. I I'll be probably back terrorizing VCW. You know, plus the expenses of taking care of all this basement issues. You know, it's it's it is diamond. You know, but like I said, if it's meant to be, I will be out there. Yeah, I, I want to try to help you get out here because I mean gosh six years now we've been on the air together still haven't met each other that's that's crazy Grimley well, well I've known <laughs> Sylvester six years and the first time I'm going to meet him face to face is on the cruise you know I saw him at Walmart a couple weeks ago and he was trying to talk me into going so you and Rochelle should go it'd be fun I know but being unemployed I'm broke as a joke and I thought you were working at that steakhouse. I was, but they let me go right after they told me I was doing a great job. How funny is that? Uh, well, yeah, don't that give up. Something else will come up. It always does. Yeah, I just, I just don't know really what I want to do. I want to do something that I'm going to enjoy. I'm not going to hate going into every day. I've never wanted a job like that. Yeah. Well, just uh, look around and see what what's out there. Absolutely, that's all I can do. All right, it says, well, I will see you on the 12th. See you on the 12th. Have a good one, everybody. All right, all right everyone, thanks for listening. Have a great night. See you, Grammy. See you. Bye.